welcome back to Cast Me to Hell with me, Seb. And with me, Robbie. And this week we are coming at you with some... Well, we've had much debate about <laughs> we this have. One. We had a bit of a back and forth before we started, so... Um, my original idea was forgotten horrors, as in horrors that maybe you've heard of but you've never watched or got released and then kind of there was never any other hype for them, so they kind of just got lost in time. Like I said to Rob about any film you watch on Amazon Prime, half yeah. of the horror films on there are films that like people are like, I've never heard of it. Or you don't watch it because you're like, well, I've never heard of it, so it must be shit. Yeah. Um, and then, Robbie, where did you come from? from? <laughs> I, so I went for films that like people may have watched, however, didn't get enough praise or maybe kind of like slipped through the net. Or became cult films. Yeah, I'd yeah. recommend I, those. I so that's what I went for. They, they are quite closely like like the because at the same time I was trying to say there are links there because and like they're kind of underappreciated. Yeah, and underappreciated ones are kind of like at the same time. So some of the ones like I've said, you might have seen the ones I watched, but I feel like in general they're ones that are kind of either people say they've oh yeah I have seen that. Yeah. But then everyone else around them's like, oh yeah, I wanted to watch that, but I never actually watched that. Yeah. Um, or it's ones that you watched like years ago and you were like, oh, I forgot that even existed. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like there is a balance underappreciated forgotten horror films. There you go. There's a title. There we go. We've got it. <laughs> it's both in one. Underappreciated forgotten horror films. That'll work. So, um, yeah. So we are here to talk about those mixture of films that, like I've just said, that you either... You might have watched it in the cinema, yeah. and then one day you see it and you're like, oh my god, I completely forgot I ever even saw that film. Or you watch it like, I liked that, but I feel like no one ever else has ever watched that film, ever. Yeah. Um, and I said, for Rob, I thought this was actually a perfect one for Rob, because Rob always comes out with ones that he's watched like on <laughs> Shudder or Amazon, where it's like, you mentioned it, and I'm like, I've never even never heard of that yeah. one. And I feel like some other people will be like that as well out there, who are like... We literally, unless we grew up in the 80s and we were actually watched that horror film in the cinema, we or we rented it from Blockbuster in the 90s, yeah. <laughs> then we never even heard of that horror film. Like, So there's definitely a few of those. I feel like there are ones that are going to be slightly more recognisable and then yeah. the ones that people might be like, no, I never, never heard of that one. And it all depends on your perspective of which films you've been around and which ones... You might say we're completely wrong and that's not forgotten. Or you might get a nice list of recommendations to watch this Halloween um, of ones that are brand new films for you to watch. Yeah, I had to be I have to be a little bit of a snake and say that I have previously spoken about two of these films uh, because I had to do a last minute substitution. Uh, But that was I think that was a solo episode. So nobody listened to it. (laughs) Don't blame you. Don't worry. Um, So I may repeat two of them but yeah. they do kind of fit into this one does fit into something that would be they've probably forgotten fly under the radar and the other one is a i would say it's more of like a recommendation i'd be surprised if people have watched it you yeah. know that kind of vibe um i feel like i've uh, had ones that were whether people absolutely love them or not, I don't know if I've come at like it is Halloween recommendations as in like check out a new horror film you might not have heard yeah. of. Um, I can't say with all of the ones I've chosen that I'm 100% like, yeah, that was an amazing horror film. That's not kind of where well, I came from. I was kind of just more like, oh, I remember hearing about that, but I never watched it, or I've seen yeah. this a million times, but I've never seen it. We all have horror films like that that we watched or we saw the covers of. Yeah. You know, we talked about that before that we'd seen like the cover of certain films like a million times. Like 
a while ago I watched Fear.com I'd seen that throughout my childhood I'd seen that I'd never watched it yeah. finally watched it shouldn't have watched it it was fucking terrible <laughs> but you know what I mean like you yeah. have all of those ones uh, where it's just like oh, I've seen that a million times but I never actually committed to watching it some people out there might have already done that but yeah so it's recommendations not necessarily for perfect films though it's films no. that like there might be something interested like um I had a, as always, I had like loads and then I've kind of whittled it down. down yeah. And now I think I've actually, there may be a running theme through all three of mine that I've managed to now realise that is there. So wow. might have a slight theme through them. And there was one I almost did that was, I'd previously talked about a character's death in a previous episode. Okay. Um, but uh, I decided not to include that one purely because I was like, oh, if I do those three, I've got a fee. So that's pretty much the only reason I went for those recommendations. Maybe we'll have an honourable mentions at the end. But um, who wants to start? Well, um, before we start, please remember to hit that oh, yeah. subscribe button and leave us a lovely <laughs> review. We are we wore uh, number one podcast in Japan and Algeria. I am rinsing that. <laughs> that is our claim to fame. I, I can't wait for the world tour when we go to those two countries, you know. Um, <laughs> I'm just rinsing it. Uh, so I'm, I'll let you kick off the list. You've teased us a little bit. You've ten- tantalised me. You know? You've tantalised me. So I'm going to start, I think, with the one that um, I feel people maybe know a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but I feel like a lot of people I've talked to are like, oh, yeah, I've heard of that. I've heard it's really good. I've heard it's great. But uh, never, no one else has actually watched it. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you have watched it. Um, my first one is The Guest by Adam Wingard. No, I've, I've heard it's got a very John Carpenter feel. Yeah, it's it's a very, it feels like it was, it's like Halloween, but trying to make a person into Michael Myers, but yeah. actually be a person, like a talking person. Yeah. But having the presence of like a Michael Myers, while also not being, a, this is a one that some people I feel like would... So Adam Wingard, obviously, Blair Witch Project. He was in the original, but not the director of the original. Yeah. He did the remake. That happened a few that I haven't seen. But he also did uh, Your Next. Yeah, which and was class. All of, and now he's done Godzilla vs. King Kong. And then he's doing the new one as well. Yeah. And he did Death Note, which was not so pr- yeah, uh, well praised either. Um, I have seen that one. It was okay. It wasn't, it wasn't great. And if you didn't like the original, st- apparently compared to the original anime or manga, I can't remember yeah. which one it is. It's, it's terrible in comparison to that but hit or miss or not for the most part he, he seems to have a a kind of a fun way he brings some originality to his yeah. horrors uh, they're not always perfectly structured um, and a lot of people say The Guest is his best film yeah. um, now it stars Dan Stevens who before this was known for Downton Abbey being a very posh yeah. Um, I think which is also what helped this film is the fact that he had an actor who they did not expect to give the performance that he did. Yeah. This is 100% his show and he's fucking phenomenal. I've heard he's amazing. Yeah, he is. He is just... The whole film is pretty much... I'd almost say this film would not be as nearly as good as it was if his character was not so charismatic as he is. Yeah. Um, while having this real seething... It's basically... This is where a lot of the... There is a lot of like Halloween references in the way that he stands and watches and stuff like that. He's almost like if you took that kind of mystery of Michael yeah. Myers, but then brought a kind of a, added together him with like a much more kind of charismatic kind of character. Yeah, it's like you put him with like a McConaughey or something. Yeah, like <laughs> and you put those two characters together. It's the weird thing of that you really like him in one scene, and you're really creeped out by him in the yeah. same scene. 
he says things that are like violent and anyone else who said it, but because he's like this handsome yeah. all American soldier hero kind of that they believe he is, you are really like drawn into him. Yeah. But he says stuff that you're like, that's wrong. Like no one's calling you out. On it. That's a bad, that's not a good thing to yeah. say. Like he's talking to, um, so he, so to give the basics of this story, a family who's grieving after the loss of their son in, in the Iraq yeah. war, um, are visited by a guest, which yeah. is uh, Dan Stevens' character, and he arrives and says that he knows their son, and you know, and you're very much straight away into a kind of mm, this is a bit odd, yeah. But um, he's so kind of, as I said, charismatic and likable that the family kind of very quickly let him in, and then they kind of invite him to stay because they think that he knew their son, and he's yeah. talking so nicely about them, and he tells each family about how like your 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 brother loved you and stuff like that. And because he's saying that he hasn't really got a job or anything like that, they're kind of a bit questionable. Yeah. But he continues to do questionable acts. And around the town, they start to have deaths that start to occur. I do want to watch it, man. Um, one thing I would say is that, though, it's not a full-on horror. So yeah. it's almost an action horror thriller. It's like okay. one of those multiple... Yeah. It's not like a, a, a quick... like there, there are deaths, and you do get to see deaths um, throughout the film... But it's not like a it's not like a fast pace. It, uh, sometimes it does feel more like an action thriller than necessary horror. But the, yeah. when the intensity, I think one is his character has such a kind of mysterious that he does give this kind of you, you just kind of creeped out by him. Yeah. Um, and then the ending, the third act, goes very much into feeling like a kind of a horror, like a stalking, like a yeah. Halloween kind of thing. I'm not in the third act. Tonight, um, I don't want to give away like any of the like the twist of where it is but obviously you can get from my idea that he's not who he thinks yeah, he's he is not. He's and that's kind of what runs through mine is all of these films are you, it's not what you think it is yeah um but he um dan stevens is phenomenal the rest of the cast uh you know present some really interesting characters um it goes much darker but it goes very action heavy at one point as well yeah. like full-on like you're suddenly like what the fuck this is like john wick suddenly really? uh, yeah so it's a, it's a weird balance at times um and for many films, I feel it would fall apart. And as I said, I think without Dan Stevens' performance kind of holding it together. Yeah. But every time he walks into the room, you're just like, shit. Well, he's, he's, he's got that charisma, hasn't he? Yeah, he, he does. He's a, he's a bit of an underappreciated actor, to be honest. I've seen yeah. him in quite a few things now. And normally when I see him and stuff, quite often he is the best part of those yeah, films. Yeah, he's good. He kind of gives... He's, he's shown he's both good at comedy. He can do drama. He, yeah. you know, he's a bit of an all-rounder. But he does oddly seem like he's still a bit underappreciated. He doesn't get the roles that I expected him to quite get. I yeah. expect him to be bigger than he is. Like he's, He now takes a few more smaller roles and doesn't seem to be... Whereas I'd say based on this film, dude should be leading man material, but <laughs> he's not quite getting it. But there was a film that he got cast in quite recently, um, which was quite big. I don't know whether it, I don't know what it was. Maybe it was during a press release for Beauty and the Beast or something. He was, well, he was Beast in oh, Beauty he was, and the Beast. He was, he was the Beast. Definitely not that one then. But, um, but so he's not yeah. FaceTime in no. that. Like, he but was it, cast in. Uh, he took over. <laughs> Uh, the TV show Solar Opposites, where he replaced uh, Justin Rowland for that because oh, yeah. he's been he's been he's been, out he's been ousted. But either way, there's a there's a there's a film that he was in, and it kind of he was doing the like press tour for it. And I I think it's in America because I think Dan Stevens is British. Yeah, maybe? he is British. Yeah, and they were asking him, they were going, oh, like so you had to. Uh, they kept Dan Stevens. You know, you're on the show. What was it like? For, 
you know, to get in this. You must have had to beat off a lot of other men to get oh, in. Oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> He's yeah, just, yeah. like, creasing up. They're like, what? You had to beat off lots oh, of men in the audition, the surely. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. it, maybe. Yeah, that's yeah. That's it, but they just keep going on about beating off and yeah. men, and he's, like, creasing up. Oh, he does do a lot, and he does a lot of, like, he does a lot of indie stuff. Um, yeah. From what I've heard, he is one of those people that is, like, generally, like, a, a, a truly nice guy, and he is up for anything, so he'll take any role. So he is ver- he's very much a character actor, I'd say, yeah. at this point. He is one that just, he'll pop up in any things. So, like, from this to being this, like, mysterious kind of, you know, kind of, like, whatever he is, soldier, hitman kind of thing, yeah. to, like, appearing in, like, Eurovision, the movie, the Will Ferrell yeah, I heard one. He was, in that. Um, he, he was great in that, but playing this kind of really camp, over-the-top kind of figure. Yeah. Even to like playing the beast or whatever, you know, they're free very each time he's very different in his yeah. roles. Even the role that got him big in Downton Abbey, I have never watched Downton no, Abbey. No. But I know that he was this quite like, you know, posh kind of character who had like a sudden death that everyone was like, Oh my god, you killed off the best character, whatever. Yeah. Um But no, uh, this um to go back to this, it ha- it does have some really like horrific because again it, it, it it's not like all fast again it, yeah. it's quite a slow build in the first act or two yeah then it suddenly like kicks into crazy overdrive of just like death destruction and like what the fuck is going I'm gonna have on to check it out it is a really really fun ride if you like things like your next because that's kind of a, it's yeah a, it's got a tone that you do notice adam wingard has a certain style that yeah. i am recognizing if you've seen this or his one in VHS, I think he did one of the parts. I can't remember which one it was. He did, yeah. But yeah, but those kind of parts. But um, no, it's very him. And he has got a love of like, Adam Wingard has this love of like 70s and 80s horror with that kind of slight, there's always a slight cheesiness that I find that is within him. Yeah. Um, Even, you know, even like Godzilla versus King Kong had this kind of odd, like oddball kind of almost like 80s cheesiness at times to it about the way that they approach certain characters and stuff. Um, So... You know that is is still present here, um, but I don't know why. Like literally half the film, and all I can think about is Dan Stevens' performance, and it's worth it just for him, and it's worth it for intensity. It literally is in my head. It is like Michael Myers if you suddenly gave him like an actual personality. Yeah, like it's like that. It's, and he's not because he's like a soldier and figure. It's not that, but there is something. I well, don't know why. It's just an intensity of a character. Yeah, that suddenly the stalking nature that suddenly makes you feel like he's watching you. But as I said, like the character himself does all these things, like. To the sun, like talking about, like, oh yeah, have a knife for protection, and yeah, oh, take a beer, don't be such a little pussy about, it. you know, those. I've, I've seen that scene on TikTok, and like, yeah, those kind of those kind of little little moments, or the, the way he just like lays people out and just like fuck it, and, but it's not like no one holds him accountable for it because I don't know because it's where they they're in like a, a red stick kind Maybe, of thing, yeah. but it's because literally like if you come into a party and he like bashes someone's skull in against something and they're just like. Yeah, and then someone else is like, "I'm gonna fuck you." Yeah, <laughs> that, that's that's what he's given off. He's like taking names, he's <laughs> taking whatever's around, fucking whatever he can. I'm gonna have to watch it. It's been yeah. in my list for a while, man. Yeah, it, that's why I I finally committed to it like a week or so. I was thinking yeah. like, what's a film that I have heard about lots of times, but whenever I've talked to other people, I feel like no one's seen it. Like even when like it was whole, but at the box office for an indie film, it did perfectly fine but it's one of those ones that like it didn't make that much money but you know that a lot of people not that many people saw it yeah. so people have seen it based on that it even has references to Halloween Season of the Witch in okay. it as well and stuff like that like the yeah. characters the the pumpkin the witch the skull head like yeah. are in one of the scenes and stuff like that Um so like nice little horror references into this film that almost could be just an action film or a thriller and yet he's blended like three genres together and 
manages to make it work when a lot of ones don't. Yeah. Um, so that's my first recommendation for films that I feel like you might be wrong. You might be, oh, I saw that ages ago. It's great. Everyone knows that's great. But that's why it's, I think, the most popular of the ones on my list. But I happen to know loads of people that are like, I've had it on my list. I've never committed to watching it. Yeah. Give it a watch. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, it's I, definitely it's the best on my list. To. It's probably the best one film on my list too. <laughs> okay. My my first one. Now this is a this is one that you watched before me, and I watched it only very recently. But it is it's a remake. It's a much more updated version of it, but it wasn't as greatly received, and it's kind of been getting more love recently. And it's the Blob. The uh-huh. remake of The Blob, man. You that know? was the film that was on my list that I previously mentioned and I didn't want to bring up just in case oh. someone else was... And I knew you'd watched it recently, so I, I was, was wondering. Yeah. It's such a fun film, man. Um, it, 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 was a, it was a delightful find. I was, think, I was thinking it must have been a bad film because Same. the lack of people I heard who've seen it and the lack of love kind of fooled the original Blob, which I have seen the original as well, but yeah. this one's just so fun and the horror is great. But it, Well, <laughs> I, it's one of those films where I went into it and I, I heard it was one of those, you know, 80s remakes of a classic sci-fi film. Yeah. Obviously, The Thing did really well and I think they were starting to like adapt quite a few of them or go down that, you know, kind of vibe. Mm. And I didn't expect great things because I heard that it was good, but I heard that it was kind of a bit, you know, under massively underperformed at the box office. Yeah. And in the end, it was a, a real fucking gory good time. And the just, deaths in this film are, I thought, were fantastic. They the were effects incredible. of the blob. The effects the, were awesome. How they do it, like the absorbing effect is fucking like the first dude who gets it like on his arm and it kind of slowly crawls up him and it re- it really takes a lot of chances with just its storytelling like there is a one of the first characters we get i think his name's mike or something like that and you're like okay this is he's the main character you know and then oh, yeah. wait isn't that i think it's paul maybe that's paul. the one i mentioned on the paul, previous episode that's it. paul was the who you think is going to be who the you main think character, be the main character. Yeah. And then about 20, 25 minutes into it, it just gets yeah, in splattered office, yeah. in the doctor's office. And then... And such... Horrendous. I've, horrendous death. This is the probably the one you get to see play out the slowest. Because you yeah. just see him burning away. Yeah. Oh, it's fucking great. And it's, it's just real, like, you know, it's a real slow death. But you get that iconic shot of him, like, half dissolved, trying to reach out. Yeah. Oh, and, spoilers, by the way. Uh, spoilers. <laughs> this one's hard to say. Certain ones are going to be hard to say about spoilers. Yeah, they are. But, I mean... <laughs> We, it's not the main it's the but it's yeah it's the blob and also we won't sp- like my one I was going to say like my one I would almost spoil because it's like a twist that comes towards the end which is the main like big twist that I yeah. don't want to ruin but when you're talking about a film where you know people are going to be consumed by the yeah. blob it's hard to, yeah, yeah, it's hard to do that <laughs> but it does that you know that's an example of it brings in a lot of characters that you think okay this is like if I'm thinking of story beats and how they tell how they build character this character should survive oh yeah. they're dead you yeah, know yeah, yeah, it yeah. really it, it has a good body count it yeah, just doesn't yeah, it doesn't mind killing people off there's a, there's, a ch- there's a child death in it as well yeah. at one point and you know men women ch- no one is no one's safe think, from the blob but it's because it is. It's a. It's, a, it's a, so. There's no. There's no morals to it. Yeah. It is just a thing that is absorbing whatever it can get near. Yeah. And a film about a mass blob that goes through, I feel, should not be nearly as like 
effective as this film yeah. was. Yeah. Like um in in the like original for instance like it is mainly all about the characters and mainly with the blob all you kind of see is either a blob sitting on top of someone yeah. or someone disappearing. The original is really good as well by the way. But um this one just yeah I, I was pleasantly surprised. Um I do remember at the start being a little bit unsure because you know you had like the the biker dude. Yeah. Um Kev, uh, Kevin Dillon is the actor because he's Matt Dillon's brother. Oh, okay, um, he's from <laughs> Entourage. So I didn't know. I, knew I didn't that, that. He's no. like the he's like the cool biker dude. Like, yeah. yeah, and you know, you kind of see him early on. But I was kind of thinking, uh, you know, there are there are certain characters and certain because it's a sci-fi. There are always going to be some things that can't quite. You can't completely nail certain parts of it. Yeah, but in terms of the blob and the actual kills and deaths. And the unexpected twists of deaths that come. Yeah. That's what makes this one effective. I can see how some critics might go, oh, some of these characters are a bit thin. Some of the sci-fi stuff doesn't always make that much sense. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. I get that. But I think when it comes to pure special effects and deaths. Yeah. You know, this film's banging. <laughs> yeah, it's a fucking class film. And it's, I think because it's start, like more people are starting to watch it and kind of understand that it's a hidden gem. Yeah. But it was really padded, and I think it lost a lot of money. Yeah, it did. You know? Yeah. Which is a shame, because it's quite... It's big, it's, like, quite... In terms of, like, the scope of it, it really builds well. It ends very, like, climactic, and has a lot of, like, explosions, and a lot of, like, effects, really. It's very effect-heavy. Yeah. Which is kind of what you need from it. There's quite a... Yeah, there's quite a lot of these kind of, eight, like, 80s ones where... They were remakes, but they seem to have been panned, even though I'd say they have... Maybe they're not perfect, but they have some generally, like, scary kind of effects way that they yeah. go about doing things. Another one that pops to mind might like it uh, is Invasion of the Body Snatchers, but the 80s one, which isn't perfect, but yeah. some of the death scenes are, like, really creepily done. Like, they stayed with me when I watched it when I was younger. I'm not sure if I've watched that one. I, f- I don't know. I, f- I thought we. I thought you'd watched it around time I'd watched it. I don't know why, but um, it has like just a real creepy way of showing off the characters. Again, yeah. it's not perfect. Some of this stuff doesn't quite work, and, and that one's. I'd say the blob's better than that one. But the way it shows, like the way that they're infected and diseased, is so they're like. I saw it when I was a kid, and I watched it again more recently. Um, but it always stuck with me the way it like does that. Yeah, and if I was a kid watching the blob and seeing like. Paul's death, for instance. Uh, yeah, I'd be, I would be fucking scarred. I'd be pranking. Yeah, you know, because it, it is like it's literally like looks like one of the most painful. Yeah, when you just don't expect it, because when you think the blob, you think, oh, it's just a thing that sucks people up. Yeah, they found a way to make it terrifying. The idea of being like sucked up by that and being like dissolved, devoured. Yeah, like disintegrating before your eyes. It, yeah, it kind of goes be you know goes beyond what it was it was like in the original film obviously they didn't have they didn't have the budget to yeah, do that yeah. and it wasn't at the time but it really makes you actually think like oh fucking hell real like, body horror like yeah. the the way you can see them when it the blob touches them or gets yeah. or takes them over is like holy fuck <laughs> yeah <laughs> like that is that is a brutal way to die like like basically like if you said people's worst ways to die yeah Literally, like, probably... The worst way people probably would say is something like burning. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. being in fire, I'd probably say, is probably my worst one that I could imagine. Like, the pain that comes oh, with, like, burning yeah. to death. 
um, is probably like top of my list of like ways I would just I would this, rather if I if yeah. you see me on fire just fucking shoot me or stab me to death yeah just, fucking kill me just pop me and me quick you know yeah. what I mean but this is basically that this is this is basically like slowly burning an acid yeah like that's equally as painful because every nerve in your body is just fucking being devoured and you're feeling every bit of it yeah yeah brutal yeah it's fucking brutal man what's your what's your second Right, my second one. Um, I'm going to go with um, one that is probably my weakest film on my list, but one that I remembered seeing and had never actually watched. And it is a horror film called Cry Wolf from 2005. I've heard of it. So it matches in perfectly with your classic kind of follow-up within the Scream generation of a group of kids. You know, it's a bit... Scream, Halloween, H2O, I know what you did last summer. A group of friends uh, at a boarding school. Yeah. Um, and it plays within the, the Cry Wolf. Now, it's not actually a film about wolves. It does not yeah. have any wolf in it. Uh, it's not a werewolf film. Um, which was my first thought, yeah. Cry Wolf, about a bunch of things and mysterious things that are happening. Um, it's basically... A, this film is very much about the social way that we deal with... Um, in schools about the way that rumours can kind of make terrible things consequences happen Um, and it's about a group of a a new new British student that comes to an American boarding school and is drawn in by this group of people who seem to find it funny to play with other people's lives to kind of mess around with them Um, it's interesting because it's very much again thriller kind of horror yeah yeah and it's all about the fact that they talk about this uh, kind of a, a girl is murdered at yeah. the beginning of the film. Um, you don't know who it is, kind of hunted down by someone. Um, and they start to decide that what they'll do is they'll make up these lies about each of them, as in they are being, as in they have been murdered. And then yeah. send it to other campuses, other things like that. So okay. other schools start to have this spreading rumour of the idea that there is a serial killer, there's Kill a murderer around, that's yeah. going around. So... When I read it, the concept sounded really interesting to me. Yeah, definitely. Um, that whole kind of, you know, he said, she said, so again, cry wolf, you yeah. know, the boy who cried wolf kind of thing. Um, and because the, the the main character, the British student, gets involved in a lot of this, he starts to become the suspect of a lot of things that are suddenly happening around campus yeah. and around whether there are bad things happening. And he's it's very much more about the social, I'd say. Yeah. Now, the slasher part of it, comes in and is played where obviously the students that they've started to make these stories about start to die in the way that, that they, happened yeah. within the things they okay. believe. Uh, this film also stars Bon Jovi. Nice. <laughs> in, a, in a role as the main teacher who's kind of uh, questioning what they're doing, but he's also a despicable maybe teacher who's getting up Naughty and maybe boy. diddling with the students oh. and stuff like that. Um, I believe they're meant to be old enough students that he's not illegally He's not illegally But um, he's just definitely nonetheless, you know. Um, So a perfect role for Bon Jovi. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You know, he he does not sing in this film, so if you're coming for that, then I'm afraid that's not the recommendation I'm making. There's no music. Go and listen to Bon Jovi's music if if that's what you're into. (laughs) Yeah. A bit odd, but... Yeah. um, Yeah, so... Now, it's, it's an odd one, because I reckon it because I guess because at certain points you get to films that you're like, I've never seen this and I've always had it on my list. And I feel like maybe some other people out there might look upon it or see the poster and yeah. be like, I've seen that like a million times. Now, 
the one thing is I'm saying is it's not a great horror film, but it's got an interesting concept, yeah. and it's kind of interesting to see how it plays out. Now, it doesn't quite stick the landing, but basically the whole film is kind of a nothing's what you thought it was. Yeah, it's all played out differently. You've kind of got characters who are kind of playing chess the whole film. Yeah, they're kind okay. of messing with things the whole film, and nothing's actually what you think it is. Yeah, to the point where it comes to kind of a. What should maybe have been a more devastating conclusion than maybe the, the director manages yeah. to pull off. But I've mainly added it because I've revisited a lot of these films. And out of all of them, I feel like at least I kind of found this kind of interesting what they were trying to yeah. do. Uh, and I feel like it's one that I had never seen and I've never heard anyone talk about that. That might be because, you know, people think it's actually shit. <laughs> well, I just um, it's not greatly reviewed. Yeah, I, I just checked it on Letterboxd and I don't actually recognise the poster, so... I don't know whether I'd actually heard of Because it was in our... Um, it's 2005, so it's right in our kind of era yeah. of when we would have been into ones. Um, but yeah, I think it was, this definitely falls into the completely forgotten about. Because, mainly because probably it's not a, it's not amazing as yeah. a horror film. Um, but I don't know. There was just something about the concept that made me more... And I feel like some people might really like dig it. Like it's kind of... Um, I'm trying to think of like one of those films, you know, like... <laughs> Mean Girls pops on head. It, it sounds but, almost like uh, like it would have been in the urban legends. Kind yeah, of it, it's a bit in that era. It's kind of like or franchise. It, yeah, it, it's kind of within that. Like this could have been a few tweaks, and it could have been an urban legend film. Yeah, um, but you know, it, it's interesting. You know, some of the deaths, and then some people might think the deaths aren't like that amazing. But again, like I said nothing's what you think it is kind yeah. of thing. Um, so you know and it comes to an interesting conclusion that tries to have a twist that um, one part of the twist works and then it tries to have a second double down and the yeah. second one's like either you're, you're either sat there like well duh yeah. or you're like I don't get at all what you're trying to hint at there kind of yeah. thing um, but yeah nothing's quite what you expect it was just like with the guests and just like with my next one um, but yeah that's pretty much all I've got to say on that one it's okay. just it's a it's give it a try see what you think well I mean I I just like I haven't seen your second one I'm betting that you haven't seen mine and this is it, I did briefly speak about it um, in my underrated slashers episode and that was Grave Robbers or as it is known in Spanish Ladrones de Tumbas. I mean, I probably I have butchered not seen that. Ladrones no. de Tumbas. <laughs> well, it's a Mexican uh, horror movie, and okay. it's a super kind of weird take on a slasher. You know, I love kind of European horror yeah. and kind of you know South American horror as well. Just that the kind of weirdness to them. Italians top for me, but this kind of fits in that same vein. Not quite like Jalo, but very weird like there's a police investigation scene where like it's fucking you would you would be like oh, okay this guy should be in jail for crimes against humanity yeah. you know or like this is not how you you interrogate somebody like holding a an uzi to the head and like this is an, a suspect has like, it got the strange and unusual dialogue of Jana, oh yeah like <laughs> it's 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 sync it's like you know it, it's dubbed and not synced very well <laughs> but it's it's really weird because it takes place it's like a satanic zombie slasher um 
and I like the blend there. It's, it's a zombie slasher. <laughs> yeah, and it, but it's really weird. Like it wait, it's about this. Uh, I mean, it's European horror. So it's of Europe, it is. Well, well, Spanish, Mexican horror. Mexican, Mexican horror. Okay, horror. Mexican horror. Yeah. Uh, but still, <laughs> South weird. American, South horror. American horror. Oh, actually, Mexico's still North America. <laughs> no, yeah. <wait>. <laughs> Sorry, I got into geography. Brain. You did. This I, I got into teaching mode. Then yeah, I was like, wait, 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 no, Mexico is at the bottom of North America. Not so. Yeah. Well, well. Southern. Yeah, southern. There we go. Um, and it, it's a lot more of like an occult reason for it happening. So okay. this uh, this really buff, handsome Satanist is about to like sacrifice a virgin. I was about to say, if you said buff, handsome, and all I was thinking was, in this kind of horror, does he fuck? He, do- he does. Yeah, I think I he goes he to fuck. <laughs> He's trying to fuck. But basically, like, the he gets killed by these knights. Okay. Uh, a bunch of kids like go into a graveyard to try. When you say knights, you mean like knights of the realm? Knights, knights of the realm. Yeah, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the, the summer knights get to him. You know, it's like heat exposure. Yeah. And he just dies in a tomb, shrivels up. Um, and basically, what he gets reanimated somehow. I can't remember. People rob his tomb, or they take like a sword out of something that's supposed to be doing that. Yeah. So this undead zombie comes back he's real buff he's got a real weird hairline they've like put a wig on this like zombie or like it's like a mexican jason you know but with like weird ass bonnet and he basically wants to bring about the birth of an antichrist by piping and by impregnating a virgin um and it's kind of you know it's it's got some gruesome kind of scenes in it um it has like i said this police interrogation that you would you wouldn't think would be out of place in a Rambo film. Like, that's how weird it has. Everybody's got, like, a moustache, which is good, and they all dress like they're in, like, Scarface extras. And you get some, like, quite good kills in it. So you get, like, a... Uh, you get a, my favourite character. I can't remember his name. But he's, he's, like, this fucking dude who wears, like, a vest, a leather waistcoat, and has got a moustache. He gets decapitated... Uh, you get some, you get like quite a cool disemboweling scene, and you get your money's worth. It's one of these films that's like quite weird, quite quirky. Yeah. Um, it it double billed on Shudder with a, another kind of film that's very similar, except instead of this, uh, as in like a eighties nineties, or is this like this is an eighties film? Oh, okay. Um, it's from nineteen eighty nine. Mm. Interestingly enough. Um, all of mine are from the 80s. I didn't. That, that wasn't supposed that to be That doesn't really surprise me, I'm no. not going to lie. Whenever you talk about anything you've watched on Shadow Arms and Prime, half the time it's either like 80s or 80s inspired. Yeah, that's basically it. <laughs> you love your 80s horror. I do. But that's all that's, like, Shudder seemed to do, like... Well, I've got rid of Shudder now, but this was when I watched it. They seemed to do, like, oh, this is like an 80s European film, or this is an 80s inspired film, or this is like a really low-budget independent film. You yeah. must think it's amazing. You must think it's the best thing ever. And I'm like, it's okay. It's <laughs> good. You, you know. Shadow were just about to uh, decide. They were listening to our podcast and going, ah, well, we think we, this might be a good one to choose. We can endorse you just these said you cancelled it. <laughs> so you're like, <laughs> we can, fuck these guys. This is, these were the number one podcast in Japan and Algeria. Our two We are going markets. to choose. <laughs> <laughs> we were going to choose these. We're going to sponsor them for an actual podcast. And then he just said he cancelled their subscription. That's not good. Yeah. <laughs> I cancelled it. And yeah, we're fired. For devious ways. For devious. <laughs> yeah, there's more devious. Options. you did you gave me you put nefarious thoughts in my mind <laughs> um, but i'd recommend watching it it's one of those films where 
like I say, get into some outside of your comfort zone and outside. I thought you about to say get into some outside grave digging. Oh yeah, get 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 into grave robbing. You know that's the best thing to do. That's the best time. thing to do this Halloween. Go yeah. dig up some bodies. Yeah. Do your own occult rituals, and you know if you've got a buff body, do the fuck. Yeah, if you've got a buff body, just fuck it. Um, <laughs> that's my second film. And as always, before we get on to our third ones. I would just give you a nice little gentle reminder to hit that subscribe button and please leave us a lovely review. Um, and Epo, we now go to your third one. My third one. So continuing my little theme of it's not what you think it is or also in my head mashing of genres kind of thing where it's not quite exactly a horror but it has a mixture. Yeah. It has maybe a little bit more of a thriller or an action film in it. Yeah. And this is... Uh, one uh, that I first watched when I was um, my dad recommended it when we were like kids and stuff like that and said it was like awesome it's a French film a French horror action okay. film okay um, it's called Brotherhood of the Wolf I've heard of it it has um, the French actors you might write is Vincent Cassel if you know who that is he's quite a big and Monica Belushi Monica pretty Belushi, much one of yeah. the most beautiful women in the yeah. world what about Jean um, Reno no, John Reno. What, kind of, what mercenary one, does John Reno play in this film? As far as I know, he might be in there because it's like John Reno or uh, Gerard Dupier. <laughs> Even yeah. one of those two guys normally pops <laughs> up in anything that is French. Um, it's directed by Christopher Gans. Um, it was a moderate kind of hit, but I, it's one of these films that I've like. I saw it, you know, because my dad, and I think my dad had only seen it because it was like one of those films you watch like on a flight. Yeah. And it was like, ah, like back when it wasn't like today, you've got like a million choices. Back then it was like, we're going to play, you've got two options, this or this. And he chose, you know, it's like, you can watch Minions or Brotherhood of the Wolf. (laughs) I've already watched Minions. I need to watch some (laughs) of Of course you have. It's your favourite film. film (laughs) Um, Yeah, so it is... um, a film, again, that's not quite what you expect it to be. Um, so it's basically in like the province of France. It's all it's kind of got links to like the kings and of uh, the time. Yeah. And basically, the idea is a mysterious creature is laying waste to the countryside. Sav- I'm just going to read the bit because it's just easier to do that. Savagely killing scorns of women and children. Damn. Unseen possessed of enormous strength and human intelligence. The beast has eluded capture for years. King Louis sends a renowned scientist and a blood brother, an unconventional team whose combined methods and capabilities uh, may bring the the beast down. But the true nature of the beast is not what anyone could have anticipated. Yeah. So, again, it sounds like it's a werewolf film, Brotherhood of the Wolf, or about a creature like that kind of thing. Um, But it's not at all what you think. It's got, it's basically like blending, basically like... French actors with Crouch and Tiger, Hidden Dragon kind of action. Okay. <laughs> mixed in with like this like proper graphic, like if you if you look at the thing, it was like rated R and it's basically for like strong violence, strong gore, strong nudity, strong Yeah. Basically what you'd expect from a French film. You know there's gonna be nudity, it's French. Yeah. You know, of Monica Belushi gets her tits out, so you oh. know, and now you'll all go and watch it. <laughs> I'm not for yeah. Immediately, um, let's stop recording. But it is a um, it's just it's such a, it's such a well known well made film. It's got really interesting characters. Yeah. Um. It's got twists both for the horror side of things, uh, for what is this beast. Yeah. While also having twists for like the characters about who they are to each other and things like that. Um. It's I don't know I, I don't know how quite to describe it without giving parts away because quite yeah. a lot of it the the action is fucking phenomenal. It's the the action scenes are that, but it is a weird genre mashup. Yeah. Um, 
it as I said, it, it brings like several cultures together into one kind of film. Yeah. Um, but I've it's like and it's like a two and a half hour film, so it's not short. I believe there's even a director's cut that's even longer. Um, so it's not short, but it doesn't feel like it drags. Yeah. Because you know, when it starts to slow down, you suddenly hit like a big ass action scene. Yeah. And then if you're not hitting an action scene, you're hitting a, like a violent, horrific, like yeah. gore based scene of whatever this creature is or doing, like mutilating someone. Yeah. Um, it's got bodies that are fucked up. Um, but it's one of these films that I've watched it and I have seen a few people online popping up saying like, this is the film that like, why has no one ever watched this film? Yeah. It's like, great. Sometimes it's because, again, it's like a European film and it's just not picked up. Um, you know, sometimes it's because I think th- I think there is both an English and a French version of it. But yeah. um, So there is like a both versions that you could watch. But I think I watched the subtitled version originally. Yeah. Um, and again, that sometimes turns people off. Yeah, <laughs> just the general people just don't yeah. watch those things. Um, but yeah, in terms of like a French horror, it's it's really good it's one of the well I haven't actually seen many to be honest from no. France so you know probably yeah. the best one I've seen because <laughs> I can't think of any French horrors off the top of my head um, but um, yeah it's, it is a fantastic mashup it, it's, a, it's a fun ride it, it's a bit long yeah. um, it, there's definitely a few bits that could be cut out of it I think um, but the main twist and the main kind of character parts and you know the strong gore strong nudity strong action are all great ticks yeah <laughs> um I don't want to talk too much about it because I feel like this film is one of those films you need to experience to through the whole thing. But I said The Guest is probably the best film, but this one's not far behind. And I'd basically just say to anyone, and you included, Rob, just go watch it. Yeah, it's one <laughs> of those ones where you will enjoy it. I, I watch promise. It and you like creature features and I you do. like those kind of things. So I think you will enjoy this one. It's like a, it's an interesting twist on that kind of uh, like almost like werewolf genre or yeah. something like that. Um, of what it is, but I'm not going to tell you what it okay. what it actually is. Well, I'm gonna. I mean, I'm hoping to watch two films tonight. So one <laughs> of them is already uh, decided as the the new Bloomhouse uh, time travel slasher, the one that you watched, and I believe you gave two stars. Totally killer. Yes, yes. I did. Yeah, I, wanna, I was. I wanted to watch it's not it. That it wa- it's not that it wasn't fun, and uh, I did say that the uh, the killer in that looks like Dennis Reynolds with, with yeah. blonde hair. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, didn't it didn't quite hit it for me. Not like uh, ha- Happy Death Day or um, t- or, or Freaky. Freaky. Yeah. Both of which I thought were were really like solid, not amazing, but you know, solid three yeah. star plus films. Um, whereas this one, I don't know, there's just something that just didn't work. I think it got too convoluted. But see what you think. Well, you might, yeah. you might l- enjoy it much more. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm dedicated to watching that and one other film tonight. So far, I'm between either the guest or a film I've wanted to see for a long time in the mouth, of, in the mouths of madness. You know, John Carpenter. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm tempted. Yeah. I was considering about watching that the other day. So maybe, maybe, maybe we'll, we watch. Maybe it. we'll do can't, an episode. Yeah, can't be always <laughs> watching it. Um, I mean, maybe we could do an episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, the I, the third film for me. I'm Go just hit it. Just get in, stop looking. I seize you. Um, and this is a film. Yeah, that. I don't uh, recognise it from where I'm Well, sorry. it's I'm a blocked. film that I saw the poster of a lot, and I heard a lot of you know the quotes or the the tagline from it repeated. Um, and it's got a patron saint of cast me to hell in it. Um, and the tagline it is a sexual man. Um, a very sexual man, uh, and the tagline oh, I is. I think I know which I'll one it is, and I haven't watched this. I've had it recorded 
crazy enough that I ha- we still have a recorder, but we never really use it. But I've had it recorded on my TV for, I think, a year and a half now. And I still haven't watched it. If I give you the tagline, then you take a guess. So the good news is your dates are here. The bad news is they're dead. Is it Night of the Creeps? It is Night of the Creeps. Yeah. That's why, actually, to be honest, the tagline did great, but I didn't know it was about a date kind of yeah. thing. So, and it's uh, it, how much do you know about the film? Because it's yeah, there's a film. It is like outside 40 of literally years like old. reading the synopsis and hearing that the sexual man was in it. Like, that, that pretty much is the whole reason. I was like, ah, oh, he's in it. Night of the Creeps is a kind of is it eighties? I think it's eighties. Yeah, yeah, eighties. I was like, it sounds like fun. Is it? Is it zombies? It's or like. In, it's, infected or something like that. I, I'll keep it very vague because you haven't actually watched it yet. <laughs> but it is. It, I went into it thinking I've seen the. I've seen some pictures. I've seen something like that. Yeah. I want a fun zombie film. And mm. um, what I got, I found was actually it was a. There was a. It was a lot more kind of black comedy, tongue in cheekness in there. Yeah. But I got a, a very throwback vibe to something that you would have watched in the fifties, uh, in terms of how it you know in terms of like what's going on how I didn't know it works if this was it's a remake weird. of a film from the f- that's what I, f- I actually thought this was a remake i mean i don't from the 50s i don't know is. why i will consult but i could be i could be but i could be wrong but it might just be because it's in the, like you said in the style of a remake that's of what 50s. i think it is because it's in um, the style i think there's isn't there one called night of the demons which is a 50s one i might be mixing it up with that one you know, there is night, night of the demons which yeah. I, I was actually considering putting Night of the Demons on. I haven't watched I that one, but that popped... So I did have a little look at some lists of, like, forgotten horrorbouts or underappreciated... Yeah. That those kind of... Horrorbouts, I just said. What the fuck that The <laughs> horrorbouts, you know, these things. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, this one popped up, Night of the Creeps, and so did Night of the Demons. I'd never seen Night of the Demons, so I didn't go for it because it wasn't one I'd seen, but... Yeah, I was looking at those good, and I was like, "Oh, I should watch Night of the Creeps." And yeah, I still didn't do it. I just went in search for other random. <laughs> yeah, but it's a fun film. You've got you know Tom Atkins is good, and he he's this uh, detective who's you know cynical and is kind of like doesn't really believe what's going on. In fact, thinks something else is going on. I'm trying not to tell you because I watched it thinking Tom Atkins. Does, yeah, does he fuck? Oh, cool, he fucks everyone. He probably does. I imagine. <laughs> but he's it's one of those films where like I went in expecting a very by the numbers zombie film. Yeah. And then as soon as it started, there was a lot more wackiness and weirdness in it than I was. I have heard some people compare it to like Return of the Night uh, the Living Dead and stuff like that. Kind it's of, a bit more in that vein than yeah. it is in something like like a Romero film. You know, yeah. like there's uh, there is gore in it and there's stuff like that. But it's not exactly like massive levels of gore, and more it feels like if you told me that this was a remake of a film from the fifties, I'd be like, yeah, perfectly understandable. I could see how it is. Yeah, and it it kind of feels like you know now when they're making films that are set in the eighties, talking about Totally Killer, it feels like this film was them going, we want to make a fifties film, but we have to kind of modernize it and update it. Yeah. So I won't give too many spoilers, but. It's well, It's a fun film. It's self-contained. I think there was an unofficial sequel, uh, but it was only marketed as that. I, don't think, it, I think it was just called Zombie Town. Um, and then they called it Night of the Creeps <laughs> too. But it, it's just a fun film that has some good special effects in it, some really cool scenes, some fun performances, some fun, like, you know, special effects and stuff like that. But it is one of those, it's a, it's a lot weirder than you yeah. expect, you know? 
Uh, yeah, well, I, I definitely want to check it out. It's one I should check it. I will check it out before Halloween. Is now yes, my declaration that, that I will it. do that. I will check it out before then, as I've had it for so long <laughs> that I need to check and work through. Every time I saw one on TV, I was basically just recording it. So I've yeah. got a list of ones on my TV that are like, why don't I just watch these? Now instead, I'll scroll for several hours and just search find for something. something instead of just committing to the ones that are there, like already done. Watch Hellraiser Bloodlines again. Um, because I mean, obviously, this is Halloween, and we've already seen all over our Twitter's, Instagram, yeah. people are doing like the thirty-one days of horror. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which I I never do because I know I can't commit to it. As yeah. in, like I can't commit to one a day because I just don't I have don't have the time for that. Yeah. But then I probably do do for at least thirty one in uh, across like the month because I'll do when I do actually have a chance to sit down and I'll sit I'll watch like three in a row. Yeah. <laughs> or something like that. That's you know what I'm hoping to do tonight. Man. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll hit all of those in like one row and then I know that I'm like doing it, but I don't commit to that thirty once. But if you are doing that, then hopefully some of the films on these lists. Yeah. We'll give you an extra one to think, ah, films you haven't thought of. I know some of them have, like, every day has a different challenge, doesn't it? Yeah, there's some kinds. challenges. Um, and all of these films, I'm sure, fall into one of those sections. But even if not, just discover yourself a horror eminent. You might not love them, but it's something to always check out something new and try a new one. I know we've both now got ones off yeah, of those lists that we want to have a go at. Um, well, I mean, I guess, come and let us know what uh, your, you know kind of alternative under the radar horror recommendations are let us know any of the films that we've discussed today and if you watch them for your october you know horror challenge horror form whatever they're calling it 31 days of horror uh you can find us on twitter and instagram at cmth podcast remember to hit that subscribe button and please leave us a lovely review and we will see you shortly um don't I'm, I'm trying to think of how I can tie this into any of the films but I don't want well, to give any spoilers <laughs> Halloween anyway so Halloween anyway yeah. check out for our campfire stories that's yeah. coming at you for this Halloween and hopefully some of these recommendations will give you some extra to watch in the creepiest of all seasons <laughs> yep join us around the campfire and we will see you shortly bye bye